15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Oh, that's a cheer we used to do in softball. Uh, what? It's, uh, actually Geico. Whenever someone hit a triple, we would wave our bats and yell, 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. But we never got to use it because we would only hit home runs. Annoying. The phrase is from Geico because they help save people money? Geico? Yeah, they were our team sponsor. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Better Banking is getting an unbelievable 0.99% APR rate on a home equity line of credit from First Commonwealth Bank to turn your bathroom into your, wow, I love this bathroom, bathroom. 0.99% introductory APR for six months that adjusts to a variable rate based on Wall Street Journal prime rate plus or minus a margin with a minimum rate of 2.99% and a maximum rate of 18%. Offer subject to change and withdrawal at any time. Call 1-800-711-2265 for details about credit costs and terms. Equal housing lender first commonwealth bank member fdic welcome into dc on screen your guide to the dc universe on film and television this is episode 285 it is our dceu news episode if the news is out we will likely talk about it so beware of spoilers i am your host david c robertson this my co-host jason gauze hello uh so we have a lot of news like the day after we had our news episode last week, all this stuff dropped. Ah, uh, so, it is um, cruel. And yeah, and like among the the news that dropped was that Ben Affleck came out and said like, "Oh yeah, we're gonna do, we're on track to for a spring shoot on the Batman." Like a day after he came out and said, "No, we're not. It's, it's not ready yet. Right? There's no hurry. I don't know. I mean, ink's not dry. Who cares? Right." I might just burn the costume tomorrow. <laughs> but yeah, anyway. Um, so one of the big stories that happened was that there's this huge Warner Brothers Silverman shakeup. Uh, Greg Silverman, who is the president of creative development and worldwide production at Warner Brothers, uh, is stepping down. And they're going to replace him with Toby Emmerich, who was steering production at New Line as the president and COO. Huh. Now... There are a lot of different ideas as to why this is happening. I don't think it's, you know, necessarily because like, oh, BVS underperformed and Suicide Squad underperformed or blah, 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 which, I, you know, Suicide Squad absolutely did not underperform. No, all of those made their money, plus the other giant tentpole things have made their money, too. I mean, right. I everything's think, I making think, I money. Think, I do think Batman v Superman underperformed. That should have been two, two billion easy, <laughs> or at least a well, billion yeah, easy. Yeah, it should have gotten to the billion mark. Um, but you know, I give it that. So, uh, Kevin Sujihara said, uh, Toby is incredibly talented, well-respected and the perfect choice to help us continue the momentum of our film operations. He has great relationships across the creative spectrum from writers and producers to directors and actors. He's also got a track record of producing hit films from all genres at every budget because he's in charge of new line. So yeah, they have a pretty wide spectrum of, uh, of budget and he's done a really good job over there. Um, I don't think it's necessarily uh, Silverman being pushed out uh, because Silverman and they've all they've it's been said across the board with the people who were involved are saying that Silverman went to Kevin Sujihara like six months ago and said he wanted to uh, he wanted to be more entrepreneurial. So, so the guy's just doing a little bit of uh, soul searching almost. What do I want to I do with so. myself like, at this point in my career? Yeah, he said that he's been thinking about this for years. Um, he's starting out this, 
I don't I don't know exactly what it is, honestly. Um, he's is that he thought about the venture for several years, and he wasn't going to leave the studio um, until it was on firm footing. And um, it has to do. He says, uh, "Let's see, let me see where it says Warner Brothers is investing in this, whatever it is. It's like a multimedia situation involving technology in China and television." I don't know what the hell it is. It they sounds really like you're about to tell it. me there's lots of synergy. <laughs> it's a, like the in Deadline uh, on Deadline. It says Silverman immediately will form a new venture, a fun-based enterprise that will generate film and television properties, but also involve investments in tech companies and startups and opportunities in China. Warner Brothers invested in it heavily. Um, Greg Silverman said six months uh-huh. ago, I went to Kevin and I told him I wanted to be entrepreneurial. That he uh, that he responded by having Warner Brothers invest with such a demonstration of support and belief that this can be an attractive venture, and the timing feels right. I've wanted to do this for a long time. Technology, China, TV, and digital are all areas I have wanted to go into, but it was just not appropriate for me to be doing while running the film group. It was a big decision whether to be honest with Kevin, but I had but I trust him, and he more than anyone knows me and has seen how my life is unfolding. I had this desire to be entrepreneurial and also a love for Warner Brothers, where I've been my whole career. This fund uh, and the venture seems a good way to reconcile both passions. So uh, I don't think that he's being pushed out. Some articles have said that that might be the case, and you know, obviously they want to wave the Suicide Squad and BVS sucked flag. Yeah, I mean, but, it, uh, that's not an unamicable ending at all. It- Apparently, they're still going to be loosely partnered in certain ways. Um, mm-hmm. But anytime you can actually leave your company and get an investment for the thing you're going to do, it's not bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've, I've known people that have done that, and it's always kind of impressive. And you know, a lot of those people could turn around the next day and say, hey, can I come back? And they'd be welcomed with giant open arms. Yeah. I don't think it, it's going to spell doom and gloom for the DCEU, so everyone can just calm down. <laughs> they that's what they have uh john berg and jeff johns there for yeah and um in johns we trust <laughs> yeah so uh, did you see this picture of uh henry cavill holding the christmas tree no he put it up on his instagram page he's like holding it from the bottom it's a giant tree um and it says is this really the biggest tree you've got hashtag christmas spirit activated hashtag got elves um <laughs> it's pretty clear that something else was holding up that tree though so, <laughs> but I'd like He's to think a DC it's shirt. not right. I want to think it's not, but uh, it's, it's got to be. Uh, did you see the Stephen Colbert and John Batiste putting Batman in Christmas carols? I did. How did you feel, man? It was a little delightful. Just a little. Just a little. Um, it actually annoyed me because they mentioned that ba- that Adam West was the first Batman, and that always annoys me. I know. I'm like, dude, Lewis Wilson and Robert Lowry both predated Adam West in 1943 and 1949, respectively. So I screw know. you! I know. I, I knew that was going to bother you. Especially the line at the end of the, uh, <laughs> and, and that is all the Batman, or whatever they do. <laughs> yep. I knew you were going to be like, no, it's not! hell's wrong with you? No. Um... <laughs> Yeah, but I did laugh really hard at the Robin is some random child line. That was fantastic. And I love that he, uh, Colbert talks of uh, Robin ovulating. randomly ovulating, yes. Yeah, that was good. That Actually, was Batista is the one who probably got me the most with like, yeah, because it means the Joker got away because of like car trouble. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's, yeah, that's solid, John. <laughs> yeah. uh, so Ryan Reynolds uh, explained why Green Lantern sucked. 
Are you curious as to his thoughts? Oh, God, he said them so many times. I wonder if it's a new one. Yeah, I don't know. He says, well, it's simple. Deadpool always knew what it was. With Green Lantern, I don't think anyone ever figured out exactly what it was. That isn't to say the hundreds of men and women didn't work their fingers to the bone to make it as good as possible. It also fell victim to the process in Hollywood, which is like poster first, release date second, script last. At the time, it was a huge opportunity for me, so I was excited to try and take part in it. Yeah, I still wish it had done well. He was I not the too. problem with that movie. He wasn't. It was a lot of weird editing and some um, some some sh- couple of shady choices about the climax and some CGI well, that could I mean, have used some heavy improvement. Yeah, there was some bad CGI. Mostly, I think the editing was the problem. Honestly, yeah. Like, I mean, yeah, they have shitty villains, but, but obviously, you know. entire cinematic universes can survive with that. <laughs> Marvel. Um. That's not even a dig. That's not even you know damn well. It's not. You know damn well you it's agree. It's not with a us. dig. Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, though, you know, certain people would be like, well, you know, the reason, like, Marvel's greatest villains are the heroes, because the heroes always have to fight themselves to blah, 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 blah. Yeah, that's true. There's a lot of roads we can go down here. Here's what we know. The people we've been presented so far were not the most compelling bits in the world. Mm-hmm. I'll also say I like all the Marvel movies. Still true. I also like the Ryan Reynolds Green Lantern movie, except for the editing. <laughs> Just that kind of sucked. Just wasn't that damn bad. <laughs> it really wasn't. All and the space I, stuff I have with the Green Lantern um, Corps was awesome. Yeah, it was fantastic. Oh, the training was uh, phenomenal. Um, now, the 45 times we get that flashback of his of Hal's dad getting blown up in that plane. Like, yeah. That was bad. That was at least 14% of the movie was just his dad blowing up. <laughs> the um, Oh, and I do remember him... Uh, a few people, it's been rumored that the original Berlanti script was way better than the actual movie dictated. That's what I've heard. I would love to read that thing, because I've heard, I've, I, I, it's not like I could cite a source, I never can, but it seems like I've heard from a few different interviews that it just really got batched, like butchered. Mm-hmm. Which, yeah. you know, in retrospect, we can believe, because Berlanti's given us great things. Mm-hmm. Sometimes, yes. <laughs> Sometimes a great notion, <laughs> man. Uh, so, yeah, it has been reported. Hollywood Reporter came out. David Ayer and Margot Robbie are reuniting for Gotham City Sirens. Awesome. Uh, yeah. I mean, in the comics, it was Harley, Catwoman, and Poison Ivy. So we can probably accept, expect something similar. Uh, I would assume it's going to be Gotham City Sirens with a mixture of that and Birds of Prey. Because they've got to have villains, right? And the villains probably are going to be the good guys. Yeah. I don't know. I don't see a reason they shouldn't have Katana in here as well. There were rumors anyway. of like a Birds of Prey thing. I wonder if it just kind of got... I, I wonder why it got retitled even in the from the rumor mill phase to the official announcement phase. I wonder if there's anything relevant in that. I would assume that it's easier to go Gotham City Sirens than it is Birds of Prey because Harley is going to be the star of the movie. You've already established, and she's extremely yeah. well-received. Extremely well-received. And she's an executive producer on the movie. Right. Uh... Ayer is going to direct and produce. Uh, Geneva Robertson Dorette, uh, who is a writer, she did uh, the new Tomb Raider remake, and she's working on Sherlock Holmes 3 for Warner Brothers. She's writing the screenplay. Uh, Jeff Johns, John Berger in producer roles here, as, as everyone knows. Suicide Squad, this shouldn't be crazy to anybody. Suicide Squad made $745.6 million globally. Uh, Margot Margot Robbie, breakout star, obviously. She just won the uh, Critics Award for Best Actress in an Action Movie. Um, Good for her. 
like Jason said, very, very well received. Yeah. People are all over the internet uh, in little groups saying, we didn't ask for this. Well, who would? Who would ask for Gotham City Sirens? Who would have the gumption but who to say, I want you to spend it? several hundred million dollars on Gotham City Sirens? Right. Um, you know, I, I'm, I didn't ask for it. I didn't, you know... Uh, but you know what? I think we did. And we hear this all the time. People saying, you know, well, you know, we didn't ask for this. Didn't you? $745.6 million. That sounds like asking for it. It sounds a lot like asking for it. Also, I, I wonder where the line is in people's heads sometimes. Because, like, if you're sitting there at lunch and or you're sitting there, like, working, and it's, you know, it's 12.15. You've forgotten you're supposed to even go to lunch. And someone, like, comes back and says, hey, man, they gave me an extra burrito. You want this? Well, you didn't ask for it, but you're fucking eating that burrito. Yeah. And it made your day, probably. It's like, fucking, I got a not free burrito. That. It's fucking great. Not only that, though. and Why does that gosh. suddenly not be the case when it's a, like a movie <laughs> that all you have to do, all the work you have to do for it is go view it for like $12. Yeah. Like, why are you angry about this, you know? <laughs> <laughs> and on the, on okay, in, in terms of asking for it, um, Suicide Squad was the 10th most searched term in, on Google in 2016. Oh, yeah. Yeah. All right. It spent most of the year trending. It was number Various two search term under movies. It was the number two search term on Google, right underneath Deadpool. Right. Um, Suicide Squad had the most viewed film page on IMDb of 2016. No, oh, I believe it. If my if my analogy Margot about Robbie. the burrito is is somehow wrong, please someone please let me know. Right. Margot Robbie most viewed actor page in 2016. You asked for this. <laughs> Maybe not your words. Do not kid but yourself. But sure as shit, your actions. <laughs> you got on your knees and wept. In the course of this article, of this, uh, in this conversation, in my argument, I just covered a whole lot of the news for this episode. It's but actually very convenient. It was very convenient. Well done. But yeah, we've asked for this. Uh, what we haven't asked for. <laughs> There's a rumor. That Megan Fox is going to be playing Poison Ivy. <clears throat> uh, yeah, Rich Rich Johnson of BleedingCool.com dot com is uh, saying that he has seen evidence, uh, very convincing evidence, that Fox has been ordering comic books, very specific comic books online, uh, pre fifty two Harley Quinn comics that feature Poison Ivy, sent to her Warner Studios address. Uh, now, you know, hmm. credit where due, Megan Fox is a big comic book fan. Uh, I mean, obviously, she's she's been April O'Neil and Turtles movies. She was in that awful Jonah Hex movie. That's, uh, d- that's street yes. cred right there. Yes. I survived the Lane. Jonah Hex movie. She played Lois Lane on Ro- Robot Chicken. Um, she has said that she wanted to play Poison Ivy before. My issue uh, largely is that I don't think she's a good actress. I did somewhat turn my opinion uh, when I saw her on New Girl, on her, as her uh, her stint as Reagan on New Girl. She wasn't terrible, but the writing is so good on that show; it's kind of hard to be terrible on New Girl. <laughs> like, as far as I'm That's concerned, fair. the extent of Megan Fox's acting is still walking around with pouty lips in slow motion, and I don't, you know. She's not my type, so I, I so I feel like I you have seen that. at least the first Transformers. 
I've seen the first two and checked out, and apparently she That's did exactly too, what so. I did. <laughs> she did too. She wasn't in the third. And so, you know, now um, that you're actually saying this out loud, I feel like she is a kindred spirit. Like, because I did this, I didn't look it up and go, "Oh my god, Megan Fox isn't returning for the third one." I'm out. It's like I look. It's like I stormed out of the theater and got in the lobby and went, "Oh, Megan, hey, you too." <laughs> yeah, and except like you know, you're saying, I'm like hear... Robot Chicken, a lot of street cred. Maybe, although with all the the pre-ordered comic books, maybe she's just trying to do her like do that do her research before she tries, you know, try, before she goes you and pit, makes a pitch for somebody. Like the the most cred she has for me is that she was actually friends, like really good friends with Michael Turner, um, the artist who uh, who died of cancer several years ago, ah. and she had committed to playing Fathom, which was based on a property of his, um, because she loved the books, so. That gives her some credit. I still don't think she's a good actress. I welcome her to try to prove me wrong on that. I just don't like her as an actress. Yeah, she's like you not make it, good. you make it sound like someone this is like that we could sit down and talk books with. I think we could, as long as she was cool with the fact that I don't you don't think want she's her to actually actress. be on screen. <laughs> yeah, but Megan, you're, you're look, awesome. I'm really enjoying my conversation here. I feel like this is the point where I should say that I don't ever want to actually see you on a screen, but. Yeah. Would you like to team up with Jeff Johns? Because I feel like you could make you know, a great protege. I haven't gotten the chance to listen to the new Suicide Squad cast where they talk about it, but based on their reactions on Twitter, they're not digging it either. So a lot of people even the positive it. guys, even the positive guys aren't digging it. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. You think a lot of people they're are the, digging it? A lot of people aren't. Uh, no, it, actually, not to say oh, it. Yeah. Squadcast is like the Silver Age Batman to our Snyder Batman. <laughs> A little bit. <laughs> They're the brave um, and the bold. Give her to, a chance, chum. No, our dark night. Um, but yeah, I you know if they really, I, I can believe that Warner Brothers would be like, hey, well, Megan Fox, what is she? Is she got tattoos? <sighs> yeah, oh, it's not poison ivy. I mean, especially if it's David Ayer. Ayer yeah, Ayer's the one that I would think would, would say like, well, what's her? You know, how how much is she inked? Uh, she's twenty percent ink. Get her on here. <laughs> I want her here tomorrow. Yeah. Oh, God. I'm starting to worry now. Just thinking about that. Just a- David Ayer like, okay, so here's the thing. You know all the vines that Poison Ivy has all over her body? What if they're just tats? No, please. <laughs> please don't. He's going to turn her into, like, green. Tattoo Man. Please let her be linked to the green. Does everyone have to have tats in your universe? Yes. Mm, I, like, yes. I like tats. They must be inked. Uh, a simple air anyway. maximum. <laughs> so will smith wants to be in uh in on sirens he says i he, he told mtv i would definitely love to be in gotham city sirens i love margot robbie i will do anything she wants to do that makes sense um also now, they in, had great chemistry so yeah if he wants to pop on for a second yeah, hell absolutely. yeah also though in the um in that hollywood reporter article that broke the news mm. warner brothers is still developing suicide squad too and they're still looking into a spinoff for Deadshot. Mm-hmm. It's just that Gotham City Sirens is the furthest along amongst those three. I would overall. I, I would excited. like to know. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm not in any way opposed to a Deadshot spinoff. Um, Will Smith did Will Smith, man. He he did he did the thing Will Smith does. He makes you care about somebody. Mm-hmm. I would watch a movie about that guy right now. Um, it, I I would like to know exactly what it is. I, there's a point with like the the pre-production process. Where it finally hits whatever it hits whatever moment, and they go, okay, drop the drop the press release. 
I would just like to know more about that in general. But yeah, apparently Sauron's is the only one that's hit that exact point. Everything else is clearly in in the um, stages approaching it. Mm-hmm. Like they're just expanding the DCEO as uh, EU as they go, and, and they haven't dropped anything. I mean, yeah, even the Flash, the one we're worried about, is is still fine. Yeah, I mean. We don't know. I mean, they, they're going to push it back, probably. I mean, that's pretty clear yeah. that they're going to push it back. They haven't said that, but that's I'm not pretty a, sure they're going to That's not a death back. sentence, just, though, at all. But, you know, as much as people are like, oh, that means the Flash is in trouble. No, it means the Flash is in good standing. Right. They lost, they lost a director, so they're pushing it back so that it has time to be a good movie, which is exactly the opposite of what they did with Suicide Squad. Even though I like Suicide Squad, that movie had real issues. It did. And that's one of the issues is because David Ayer had to write the damn screenplay in six months. Weeks. Oh, six weeks. Sorry. Yeah. God. Yeah. Six months would have been fantastic. (laughs) Yeah. Could have maybe like run it by someone before you shuffled out of the door and like, like sprinted at the receptionist and overhand threw it at her on the way in saying, I beat the deadline. (laughs) Um, which, you know, instinct may have been king on this one, Dave. I, that new God stuff looked pretty cool. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, so I, I think there's, uh, as much as I want to bitch about Megan Fox and being like, this is exactly what I knew they would do. Screw it up. Um, <laughs> I I mean. I don't know. Maybe not. I don't know. I, they've surprised us before with, with have, someone being and, way better uh, than, than they thought. And let us not forget Batfleck. Half the nation was divided. <laughs> That was the only thing I saw that was like worse than Trump Hillary. Yeah, is that people is were just the, like not on board. Affleck, not on board. Really Affleck. on board. Affleck. Yeah. <laughs> and you know, <laughs> not a lot of people walked away thinking that guy didn't do it great. I mean, right? He got he was well received again. That is funny. In my life, if someone was like, you know, if I was in some sort of trivial pursuit thing, some years down the line, they were like. You know the great, the great divide, the great national divide in 2016. I'd be like, oh, to Affleck or not to Affleck? <laughs> no, I'm sorry. The we were talking about Trump and Hillary. Oh, okay. I, I didn't even think about. It. I forgot that even happened. <laughs> <laughs> I just remember a lot of scathing gifts with uh, Ben Affleck and Matt Damon on. Uh, Adam West and Burt Ward's bodies. I right. Don't, I don't know what's happening. Oh, it's amazing though. I, it, we we live in a funny world, dude. I I remember watching Mallrats so many years ago, and if you'd told me that guy is going to be a convincing ass Batman, I, I would have thought like, what are they going to do like a Batman sixty six remake or something? <laughs> we going to do like Batman ninety nine? What's going on? And yeah. If they told me no, seriously, he's going to take the role seriously. They're going to spend like. 300 million on the project it's going to be it, it it's going to be batman i mean the batman you actually know like the one you grew up watching like, like the animated series one? Like, yeah like they're going to try to do something that's pretty close to the animated series he's going to be scary if you, if you if you're just talking about mall rats and you're saying it, you, that you came to me and said hey in 20 years that guy's going to make a kick-ass batman and i'm like okay that makes sense look at kevin smith over here doing batman that's fair like He's got the whole Batman get up with the Silent Bob suit. They're making comic book references. Clearly, this dude's into that kind of shit. I wonder. Th- I, um, at the very least, if you'd shown me like chasing Amy, I would have went, "No, that guy's way too emotional. There's no way." Yeah, but then you go back to Mallrats and him like beating the shit out of Brody in the hall. Yeah, that's true. Oh, if I had only ever seen Dazed and Confused, <laughs> I didn't actually see that one. So, I, it, asshole with a paddle. 
I'm not saying there aren't, you know, there aren't roles that I would, where I would say like, oh yeah, he probably couldn't have been Batman. But I mean, what was that movie with uh, Boiler Room? Was that right? Mm -hmm. He comes in as that high-priced guy giving the speech about stocks or whatever. I don't remember. Don't recall. (laughs) I remember Rabisi in a a stairwell hating himself because he made someone make a bad decision. That's the extent of my remembrance of that movie yeah i remember the rock being uh not the rock um what's his face vin diesel being very good for the small amount that he was actually in it uh and the world changed that day it's been a long time it's been a long time guys no no um so anyway someone on twitter asked us though in uh the wake of the gotham city sirens news who we would want to fan cast as batgirl barbara gordon's batgirl uh black canary poison ivy and catwoman you have any thoughts? Um, all right, give them to me again separately. I'll see if I can, if I can remember. All right, uh, Batgirl. Don't remember her name. Um, something with a, a, a something with a G. Uh, girl from Kickass. Okay. Who does so? I would not agree with you on that. Um, I really want to see Bryce Dallas Howard as like an Oracle type Batgirl, Barbara Gordon. I actually, I haven't thought about it, but um. You wonder if that's where they're maybe going to go with, I mean, yeah, she does look the part, but I mean, that, that, that hair is exactly the amount of red, right? Mm-hmm. But, um, maybe that's, you wonder if that's what, maybe what they do with it is, um, have her get injured in the process of the, the, in the, during the story. Yeah. I can deal with that. I mean, maybe she's retired Batgirl at this point. Well, I mean, maybe it, she starts out as Batgirl in the, you know, the, in the first 15 minutes, the Joker comes to visit. Yeah. And we leave out the part where Ben Affleck has sex with her. Um, please. <laughs> already sullied my Conroy. Twice. <laughs> right. Um, <laughs> yeah, I could deal with that. Uh, I, yeah, I had Bryce Dallas Howard, though. And uh, who'd you have for Black Canary? I got, I've got no suggestions on Black Canary. I really don't. I liked Jessica Biel for it. Um, I've seen, she knows martial arts and she still, she looks the part, I think. I don't think I have any. I don't have a good one. Partial to anybody in particular on uh, Black Canary. I just want her to be the, you know, caring badass that she is in the comics. I think, you know, I'm, I'm on record as thinking that Arrow has done, has done the character a great injustice. Yeah. Yeah. We've mentioned as much. And I'm not talking about, you know, the, you know, recent death or whatever. I don't, I don't, uh, I don't think she's been good ever really <laughs> very very rarely actually wait did, on the show did this ever happen does she, does she live near us now what like really she's married to justin timberlake who is jessica beale jessica beale yeah oh maybe i don't know and um <laughs> the news i heard was that oh oh yeah timberlake was like moving that, to hoover i remember that joke being on uh bojack horseman oh yeah where jessica beale was married to uh mr peanut butter and he kept going like, I don't know, you you and Justin are really good friends. I think you should spend more time with Justin. She's like, oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, he keeps ignoring her. Um, <laughs> I, yeah, I don't know. I, I never Justin saw Timberlake's any follow through, but like uh, the last time I heard uh, Timberlake had decided he was going to move to you know Hoover, Alabama. I don't know. I haven't. I don't keep up with Justin Timberlake, man. I keep up with him like when I check out uh, at a you know grocery store, and mm-hmm. and he and his cohorts are on the front cover. But it was still a neat story. If that's the truth, uh, then, you know, she's like 20 minutes away from me. We can go talk to her about this shit. Right. Because that's <laughs> totally how that would work. We just like roll up and say, hey, Jessica, we got to talk about some stuff. I don't know. Blade Trinity might have ruined her on comic book movies. It probably ruined so many. 
Um, I, I didn't have anybody really good for Poison Ivy. Uh, Evan Rachel Wood, maybe. Um, I don't know. I saw. Um, I mean, quite honestly, my real fan casting would be Scarlett Johansson for Poison Ivy, but that's just never going to happen. It's not going to happen. I mean, yeah. that'd be great, but it's never going to happen. Um, Evergreen from Penny Dreadful was a fine suggestion, and if you could, Karen Gillian. But again, Gillian probably in the MCU verse for the foreseeable future. Yeah, and Eva Green, I don't know why, but I've never liked her. I've just, I've never. I mean, I'm sure she's a nice person. I just, I've never really liked her her acting. I've just run across her here and there and uh, seen some clips of Penny Dreadful and thought, eh, that could work. I, I feel about her the same way as, like, you know, years ago people were all, like, on board the Josh Hartnett for Superman train, and I was just like, eh, please no. I just, there's something about him I just never really liked. <laughs> just, I mean, I, I loved Lucky Number Slevin, but aside from that, I just never cared for the guy. Uh, I don't know, something about him. It happens. It's the chickless effect. For you, I, I love Michael Chiklis. I see him I'm like, yay! It's Michael Chiklis. I know. You see I know. him go, oh. But these things change. <laughs> they do. <laughs> if you've listened to, and you know, you know, it, anyone who's listened to the Gotham uh, reviews, we've we've seen my attitude change over the last year. Absolutely. And I don't know why I changed so wholeheartedly. My first re- my first uh, dalliance with Chiklis acting was uh, his terrible turn as john belushi in wired and uh that sounds terrible i'm a john belushi fan and you were not impressed that was awful i was not impressed but you know the guy won me over Look, i mean i saw him in the shield i thought he did you know (laughs) like the first couple of seasons of the shield i had a roommate that watched it religiously and um you know i would i would hang out in the in the living room there avoiding homework in college and and watch it with him and um I had no problem with the guy. I just kind of, he never enticed me. Although it was maybe just a context thing because on uh, No Ordinary Family, I liked him just fine. Mm-hmm. Not a yeah. problem in the world. You know, he was on the commish and he was such a totally different kind of character in a lot of ways. Sort of a frump, frumpy, hair on the sides, balding guy. You just didn't take him seriously. Like, as any, like, you did, but it wasn't like, I don't know. It was just so totally different than what he wound up coming back for. Like, he reinvigorated his own career with, with The Shield. Hmm. It's pretty impressive. That is. I didn't know about any of that. Yeah. He, I mean, he yeah, was he's been around for a while. He was completely off my radar until The Shield. And then, you know, in all fairness, there was Fantastic Four, but that's not his fault. <laughs> when I heard he was going to be Ben Grimm, I was excited. I was like, oh, man, he's great for it. And then they gave him that awful outfit, and the movie was like some sort of hackneyed ripoff of Spider-Man, the the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man, and uh, just it was just weird. And Jessica Alba, that should be enough to tell you no. But you know what? I there are tons of people like there are guys in this world and I don't, I'll never understand them who go, oh man, she's a good actress, she's really hot, and for some reason that those two equate. <laughs> I'm like, yes, you're right. She is very attractive, and she has been good in certain things, but apparently she thinks that a comic book movie means that you act terribly. I present to you uh, Sin City. Um. <laughs> I, 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 Fish Mooney. Yeah, I mean, anyway. Uh, for Catwoman, though, I'd say Carla Gugino or Olivia Wilde, depending on how you want to play it. I would say Carla Gugino first, probably, because, you know, I like the idea of Catwoman being around the same age as Batman. And I just love Carla Gugino. I agree, and, you know, she's got a little DC background, but um, I'm not actually opposed to any one of those. I also would include mm-hmm. Kate Beckinsale as a possible candidate. 
Yeah, she just doesn't strike me. Again, no one I've mentioned is like not on a list somewhere that you can look up. I literally looked up lists of who they would cast and went, oh, that's a good call. Yeah, you just you don't have lists of celebrities in your mind palace. No, it, it, I, it's not free recall for me at all. Plus, a lot of these are like, I don't care. Like, Alan Tudyk has been long-standing in my head as Perfect Joker. Like, let's do that. Yeah. Um, you know, Poison Ivy, I'm like, eh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it could be a number of people. Never thought about that one too much. Uh, you know, same with Catwoman. Barbara Gordon, I pretty quickly went to Bryce Dallas Howard. I like her. I've liked her in a couple of M. Night Shyamalan movies I've seen her in. Liked her in Spider-Man 3. She was one of the highlights for me mm. uh, of that terrible, shitty film. <laughs> <laughs> Got him. Oh, you know what was confusing? Uh, is yeah. I kept saying uh, she was on two different lists. Um, Mila Kunis was on a couple of lists for being one of the sirens. Yeah, Mila Kunis made... Mila? You know, if they did... Yeah, it's Mila. And if if they did... I didn't think about this. But I didn't look up a list. But yeah, if Mila Kunis, that would be a good call for like Poison Ivy if they were going the route of like uh, the new Batman Adventures, like volume four of animated series, where they did the redesign. And Poison Ivy was much more the little impish type elfin creature that she was <laughs> in that one. If they went that route, Mila Kunis would be a great Poison Ivy. I would totally take that over, take her over uh, Megan Fox. Mila Kunis actually does have acting chops. She's actually pretty good. Yeah, she does. And people will come at you and be like, well, bullshit in that Sam Raimi Wizard of Oz prequel, she was awful. No, she was really great. So great that she started over the course of that movie, spoilers, if you haven't seen it and you want to see it, she becomes the Wicked Witch of the West. And she actually does the Wicked Witch of the West from the classic film. Like, she becomes more and more over the top until she gets to that point as, like, the more evil she gets. So, and, you know, that was the way the original Wicked Witch of the West was, was kind of awful. She did a great job with it. Like, she compromised herself to become that creature. Nice. That it, that cool. sounds like something that could either be really great or really bad. Just as, a little you're, bit of both. as you're describing it. Which is why we haven't seen any more of that line. But right. <laughs> it was a pretty film, though. Oh, it looked pretty. And James Franco did a good job. Yeah. She did, too. I'm sure he did. He's, I thought it was I, pretty good. I've never walked away from any James Franco performance and thought, this is his fault. <laughs> he's always you know kind of good yeah yeah so uh anyway patrick wilson was being interviewed he was a guest on abc radio's gma after hours and he started talking about aquaman and why he signed on to be ocean master he says, what's going to be interesting is there hasn't been the technology to back up the storytelling, I guess, for Aquaman until now. And for me, of course, I'm completely biased with James Wan, who I've done four films with. Knowing that he's at the helm and knowing what he can do and what he will do, I'll do anything with him. I think the lore of Aquaman is because he hasn't been overexposed on screen, and I don't, I don't know Jason... I can't wait to meet him. I was a huge fan, even from the first episode of Game of Thrones, so I'm in. I'm in with him, and he's going to be fantastic. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, I like his take on it, though, that like technology has not been to the point where we can do a convincing Aquaman movie. I feel yeah, like that's I mean, pretty deadly accurate. Pretty much, yeah, I would say so. Um, so the uh, they did, did go through that they can shoot on uh, the Gold Coast in Queensland. And they're going to be doing that in the first half of 2017. Australia? Yeah, on the website, on the Village Roadshow Studios website, they have a huge water tank. 
And it looks like there's a bunch of, like, reef, like, coral reef and different, like, underwater type of uh, under stuff. It looks like there's, like, a ship down there as well of some sort. I don't know if that's for Aquaman or something else or if that's just the way it looks. I have no idea, but it looks awesome. <laughs> nice. It looks like they're probably going to be spending about um, $111 million, according to the Australian federal government. And uh, they're going to be in Surfer's Paradise, so... Uh, oh, Momoa's going to have a great time. Uh-huh. I mean, uh-huh. he's going to come back a very tired man. <laughs> Did you ever sleep? No, I surfed. Yeah, so the Queensland premier, whose name I cannot pronounce, I know I can't, mm-hmm. said Queensland was successful in winning a competitive bid to attract Aquaman, contributing to our re- reputation as a leading film destination. It's a pretty place, though, so for real, mm-hmm. so... I hear a lot of Australia a, is a, a pretty place. Just, you know, mm-hmm. don't get stuck anywhere too far so, in nature. Um, yeah. Nature will try to kill you. Uh, <laughs> if you go too deep into Australia, you'll find a rocket shaped like a boomerang. And, uh... <laughs> <laughs> or worse, a king's hunt. I think it's called a king's huntsman spider. Oh, God. Don't even say that. Uh, Dude's got like, uh, it's, it's like six, seven inches between... The, the, the diameter of end of leg to end of leg. Uh, oh, it's frightening. No. It's frightening. No, Jason, no. Yeah. It haunted me. Don't say that. Yeah, that spider exists somewhere. So, um, guess who Jeff Johns just followed? Bill Murray. I wish. Yep. This is almost as cool. Jackie Earl Haley, Rorschach from Watchmen. Oh, fuck yeah. Don't know if it means anything. Uh, Jason Smith on Facebook said that he would have been a great Joker. And I say he still could be. Hmm. You know, DC Rebirth, there are three Jokers. Yep. I've been been preaching that line for a while. Yep. I think secretly because I I think me just saying that so much, I think secretly even for myself maybe, like I may be coming around to the idea that I just didn't like Jared Leto's Joker. (laughs) Are you giving yourself like a backdoor? I mean, I it just seems that as much as I have been, you know, making the case that they could do multiple jokers, I think that's what I want. I I don't know. Yeah. I'm not trying to give myself a backdoor. I'm just you know, it's sort of uh sort of like Alex on Supergirl, man. I just didn't think about it until real recently when I've been looking at my own behaviors and going, you know, maybe I don't like Jared Leto's Joker. <laughs> <laughs> maybe I don't like men. I don't know. Right. I'm just saying it's a possibility that I just don't really, I didn't really enjoy. I know I don't like the juggalo aspect of it. I don't like the tats. Right. It just, it's not my joker. I kind of do as a package. Like, if he's going to if, if he's gonna do the whole gangland uh, juggalo shtick, I, I kind of want him to have the tattoos. I don't want him to do the gangland juggalo shtick, though, either. I also found that, like, when I looked around, with, I, I just didn't have a problem with it. Yeah, I think I did, and then convinced myself I didn't to get through it. And now that I'm on the other side of it, I'm kind of coming around to maybe thinking maybe I just can't. I just don't like it. Then again, maybe I'm wrong. Well, I we mean, didn't get enough to even really see. Yeah, we didn't. Yeah, which is a little criminal, no matter how or where you stand on it. Yeah, I mean, you know, and as much, uh, you know, I mean, as much as uh, Leto kind of terrorized everyone. Almost, and as much as as mouthy as he's been, almost to a legally actionable extent. Yeah, 
I wouldn't be surprised if uh, they didn't ask him back. I don't know. Eh, they may or may not. I mean, you know, who knows? It, it just it's uh, going mean, to depend on where they want to take the films because they they clearly you know were what? building this thing around the heroes, not the villains. Yeah, and you know, if, if his villain didn't take off, what are you going to do? And also, you know, the the tent poles coming up are a bunch of people that have nothing to do with him. Mm-hmm. And I mean, you know, Justice League, which he doesn't warrant as a villain. Uh, he's not. He no. has no place there. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he does if you know he's terrorizing Lex Luthor in the middle of the, of a Legion of Doom situation. That's you fine. Know? That, that that's great. We do a villain swap or something. Great. Um, no, it, it just you know if, if you're gonna give me a dark side like a dark side or a Steppenwolf or whatever you're gonna do for the Justice League thing, like what what am I gonna do with Joker for a few few minutes? No. <laughs> yeah. like, the I Batman standalone I film was I think the, the great hope we had for seeing a lot of Joker and we're getting Deathstroke I'm not opposed to seeing more of him I'm also not opposed to just forgetting him not that I want another Joker to step in and be like hey this is the Joker that we've always had no that's if bullshit if they bring in another Joker they better explain why there are two Jokers no, and they're not going to do that there's not going to be like a Joker conspiracy in the background, and there's not going to be a multiverse or some shit that crosses over or anything like that. Eh, you don't know. I just don't feel like DC is going to bother with that right now. Also, DC TV is doing right now. the shit out of that. I know. And I'll bet you the movies it. don't want to feel like they've been you know, derivative of the television stuff. Because it, in our minds, mm. the, the WB executives are still the kind of people who go, well, film is film, but you know, TV. Yeah, but they got they've got Jeff Johns over there. You know, hopefully going, yeah, TV's, you know, it's its its own kind of art. Doesn't have to be on the big screen these days to be, you know, artful. Uh, mm. But, wait, me and you, we've had this image of, like, the WB stodgy executives just thinking, like, oh, there's cinema and then there's television. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think that that's probably still true to some degree. Probably. Anyway, uh, there's no word on whether or not... Uh, Jackie Earl Haley is going to play anybody. They just Jeff Johns followed him, and that was interesting. Yep, that was to, of note, I guess. Uh, so, um, I mean, could have more to do with rebirth than it has to do with the, the films. Mm-hmm. That'd be interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, Affleck does say, like I mentioned before, we're on the right track with that, with the Batman, and everything is coming together. We're still finishing up a script. I'm very excited. He says they're on on track for spring shoot, uh, a spring shoot. So. Hooray. Um, he also said he doesn't want to make a mediocre Batman film. He says, I'm still working on the script. I'm not going to write and direct anything that I don't think is good enough to be made. I'm definitely going to make sure I have something that is special. There's not enough money in the world to make a mediocre version of Batman worth it. God, I want that on a t-shirt. Mm-hmm. Man, respect. He also uh, talked about his kids being psyched that their dad plays Batman. He says they love it. My son especially, he's going to be five and he's in full superhero geek mode. Awesome. He still sort of thinks he sort of still sort of thinks I might really be Batman. <laughs> I know he'll realize eventually I have feet of clay, but I'm going to enjoy it <laughs> while it lasts. That's awesome. Uh, he also referenced uh, he was talking about uh, Daredevil, but he said uh, talking about Justice League. He said that's the movie I want to do. I want to be a part of that. Part of it was I wanted for once to get one of those movies and do it right, to do a good version. I hate Daredevil so much. It frustrated me. The Netflix <laughs> show does really cool stuff. I feel like that was there for us to do with that character, and we never kind of got it right. I wanted to do one of those movies and sort of get it right. 
he's also been joking about Ben Affleck. Uh, I mean, uh, sorry, Matt Damon. Matt Damon has said that he doesn't want to be a superhero. He's not really interested in it. And uh, Affleck joked that Ben, uh, sorry, that Matt Damon is very bitter. He says he's very bitter. All he gets to do is Jason Bourne. Just keeps doing it again and again. We get it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Although sometimes I look at that guy and think, man, if I just put you in a gold outfit. <laughs> no. Come on. No. no. Come on. There are better people. There are. There are better people. He can for do that. it. He's already he got could. the wavy hair quaff when he wants to. Eh. I, he's also he also jokes about uh, Matt Damon's I guess his crappy roles. He says he's had his share. I got we bought a zoo on a loop in the house. Oh lord. <laughs> oh, I've already I've already I've ever I don't know I don't know if I've ever thought about or mentioned this. Send in Matt Damon as the Riddler. Ugh. Yes. I don't want to see him as the Riddler. Yes. Why? I he I know he can do the fast talk thing when he wants to, and I want to see someone do the Riddler with the the uh, now if he speak. if if like Damon Tom, Tom Cavanaugh double speak. I think you just sold me on Tom Cavanaugh as the Riddler, more than <laughs> Actually, anything. You're right. <laughs> if Matt Damon was doing sort of a um, talented Mr. Ripley kind of thing with with Ed Nigma, mm-hmm. I could dig, I could really dig that. I really liked him in that role. Well, sure, most of America did he was too. Really good. I mean, he was creepy as hell, and he was really good. Yeah. But he seems to kind of just be doing nothing but, like, muscle man He's been an action star recently. for a while now. I mean, I guess he's been doing... I'm wrong. I'm probably wrong. He's been doing actual acting, and he kind of does the action, and then he does the, you know, the independent movie. Sure. I can't remember any of them, because, I don't know, I'm just not really big on Matt Damon for some reason. I don't know. I, uh, I want to say Elysium, Mar- uh, uh, Martian. No. Yeah, Martian. Well, and then I've lost track of Matt Damon's career right there. I think there's more Jason Bourne pending. <laughs> yeah, probably. So there was a big uh a big rumor about the new Justice League Batman helmet and it was like a streamlined version of the armored look from BVS and it had a logo on it that said Justice League Apocalypse and everyone was freaking out and then it turned out that it was just some art student who made it at a little art college, so Well, good for him though. Put away the lube, guys. I mean, you just yeah. He he's gonna have a job soon. Back into his cage. He's gonna have a job soon because that that shit looked real. (laughs) Uh, They've released a bunch of new uh, Justice League pictures, all of them with Aquaman. Um, Zack Snyder's been releasing stuff on the social network Vero. It's a pretty new social network that he and uh, especially Clay Enos are just pimping out there like ridiculously. Um, so yeah, there's like a picture of Aquaman coming out of a lake and picture of Aquaman in a jacket. I don't know. <laughs> Nothing to get me really excited. No. <laughs> honestly. Um, there was some Aquaman footage, uh, purportedly from Justice League in the, um, looks like the Iceland footage in a video called Canvas of My Life, Jason Momoa. Did you see this thing? I think I sent it to you. Yeah, I actually watched it. I didn't think I was going to watch the whole thing, but, uh. For what essentially amounts to a pants commercial, it it actually is a pretty good video. <laughs> Shit made me cry a little bit. I mean, it was pretty touching. Mm-hmm. And this is a thing where he's like talking about you know his legacy and what it means to be a dad and what it means to be an actor and yeah, what it means to be an artist and all this stuff. Like what legacy he wants to leave well and done. you know how he wants to yeah. how he wants to raise his kids and you know why the way his also, mom raised him was important and. Also, like, I didn't, I don't think I ever realized this, but 
he's he's married to Lisa Bonet. I did not know that either. She showed up in the video. And and I'm went, like, oh my god. I'm like, is he with Lisa Bonet? And sure enough, like, he's she's with a like Huxtable. Ten or twelve years older than him. It's crazy. Yeah. He's got a cool backstory but, you know, that he kind of gives in the the video. I mean, I'd almost like to know more about the years of him, you know, putting his life in a bag and wondering. I, I'm kind of it, it. It makes him. I don't know. It fills him out as a human. Uh, a little bit, but you know, even all of that, putting his life in a bag and wondering, still led him to wearing that Guns and Roses T-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> Look, we all make mistakes, Dad. <laughs> Oh, Jason, why? <laughs> so anyway. This is like why I was glad that Alabama was in a drought last month. Because sometimes it actually is cold and it's November and it rains. And I, I think, oh, fuck that song. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. It's been raining here and it's just cold and rainy and awful. Yeah, but for like all of November, we didn't remember. It, no one knew what water was. Yeah. The, the skies were, barely yeah. chanced upon us. Yeah, there were drought warnings everywhere, and I think a couple of times I, I was driving and like a little like a drop of water hit the windshield and went, where the hell what? did that come from? What is that? Yeah, we were in... Like, was I near a sprinkler system? Apparently we were in what was called extreme <laughs> drought conditions. <laughs> it's like, aren't we supposed to be farmers down here still? Oh, we're fucked. Yeah, I was sitting at a red light, you know, and a few drops of water hit, and I fully, sus- fully suspected that... A plane was about to dump us load over me. Right. <laughs> it was bad. I, I took my dogs out in my backyard at some point and was just standing there and like a cup, like something hit my face and I, I looked up like, what's that? What's this now? <laughs> there are wet spiders. Wet spiders. <laughs> oh. What's going on? Oh, is that rain? It, it got weird there for a minute. Yeah. And you know, and then it's, but now it's been raining and it's just awful. It's just terrible. <laughs> it seems like just a couple of months ago maybe even a few weeks ago two or three weeks ago i was going man i'd like for it to be, actually be cold and now it's cold i'm like no oh, mm, this wasn't a this wasn't a good fuck idea past dave i don't want cold <laughs> what was that asshole thinking <laughs> i i like a very specific type of weather i like it to be uh overcast and gray, mm-hmm. which I don't know why I bitch so much about Man of Steel. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I wanted to be. I like it to be overcast and gray. I like it to be windy, but not freezing. I like it to be about you know anywhere from sixty-five to fifty-five degrees outside, and that's it. Like I don't necessarily like. I if I have a metal roof and it's nighttime, sure, bring on the rain. Oh yeah. Otherwise, Sleep like a child. Absolutely. Anyway, I'm gonna move on. <laughs> um. A lot of stuff from, um, what's his face? Um, <laughs> Jeremy Irons. Oh, that guy. <laughs> I lost the name. I realized that what I wrote down, I just referred to him as Alfred. Right. <laughs> like, which but, uh, freaking Alfred yeah. am I talking Oh, yeah. Jeremy Irons. Oh, I knew which Alfred I was Different. talking about. Um, but yeah, Max Avery of Superhero Hype talked to him, uh, asking him about the if the tonal course correction since the poor reception of Batman v Superman would make him change the way he plays Batman's faithful butler. And he says, no, Alfred is a stickler for staying the same. <laughs> Perfect. He tries he tries to modulate everybody else in a very gentle English way. He tries to deal with these people who can do all these extraordinary things in a very calm way, a very grounded way. He does not modulate at all. He sometimes lets Bruce Wayne out a bit on the lead, but he's still attached. Um, he's also... Gosh, did I just go right over that? Oh, yes. Here we go. 
um, over at IGN, he's he's on the uh, the interview route because he's in uh, the Assassin's Creed. Yeah, yeah. So uh, yeah, so Jeremy Irons again. He was talking to uh, Jim Vejoda, Vejvoda, Vejvoda. I don't know. Jim Vejvoda over at IGN. Uh, and, uh, Jim says I was on the set of action, uh, sorry, justice league in April. And I saw a concept art of Alfred in action. You're a tail gunner on the flying Fox, the giant aircraft, Alfred and Bruce transformed into a mobile command center for the justice league. Alfred's now in a world where it's not just Batman or Superman, this God in the sky, but an entire world of these people that he's essentially found himself surrounded by. What does he think of all this? Jeremy Irons says, I think he's waiting with bated breath to see what is going to happen. He's in the employ of Bruce Wayne, and he doesn't always agree with him, but I think he'll help where he can. And I'm not sure in Justice League we'll see that much of him because we have five superheroes to deal with, and Alfred is just the Batman a term soldier servant of a commissioned officer in the British military of one of them. It'll be very interesting to see where he gets to when we get to Ben's production of Batman in the, uh, in the spring. I haven't read the script of it yet. I think all of us who are sort of normal human beings, which Alfred is, we watch the gods with amazement and some spite. Um, oh, that's, Jim says, that's well put. Yeah. Jim says, we did see that concept art of Alfred as a tail gunner. Was that fun for you to basically get in on the action and get out of the Batcave? Iron says, yeah, Alfred is a very hands-on. What I based Alfred on really was a close neighbor of mine. Used to be before he died, Paul Getty. I remember the first time I went to dinner with him. I reached Gates, and a very kind gentleman took my car and parked it. I walked in, and another kind gentleman took my coat. And then Paul showed us through the hall, and another very kind gentleman gave us... Uh, gave me a glass of champagne, and then a very kind gentleman served us dinner. I learned during the event, the evening, that every kind gentleman who had been taking care of me was actually an ex-SAS member who was there to protect Paul. I thought, yeah, that's Alfred, really. He's there. He'll do anything. That's where he comes from. That's his mindset. He'll wash the dishes, but he'll also be a tail gunner. <laughs> In the same uh, evening, I, if the situation arises. Absolutely. And Jim asks, says, uh, Ben has already announced that his villain for that one is going to be Deathstroke. Are you a little excited by or disappointed by not having, let's say, you guys go up against Jared Leto's Joker now that he's been introduced? You're going to get a new villain instead of a new version of a classic one. Iron says, no, I'm just interested. I'm interested in I'd I'd hold judgment until I read the script. We will see. Ben's a great consummate director, and I'll be fascinated to see what he comes up with. Yeah, I don't think Irons is going to be particularly disappointed with his role either. And why yeah. would you even ask him if he was going to course correct? Uh, it, he he was snarky and a little bit of fun and still very serious about what he was doing in the course of BBS. Like, he, he wasn't, if the tone was the problem, he wasn't part of your problem. No, no, no. Absolutely. So there's an do, idea. Like, one-liners? Wear clown noise? What, what, what do you want? <laughs> There's a rumor out there that the Justice League trailer will drop by the end of the month. Uh, Micah McAllister, an Instagram Your user. Great Christmas present. Yeah. Micah McAllister, an Instagram user, is claiming that it is. He posted a picture of himself meeting Zack Snyder. He said, shout out to my boss for officially making this meetup happen. Hashtag Batman v Superman. Hashtag Justice League director. Hashtag Zack Snyder has a message for you guys. Watch the Justice League movie because it's the Justice League. Also, I asked if he can do a video with me to inspire you guys to watch his films. He says, normally I would, but the promo for the movie will begin real soon, so I can't say more at the moment. By real soon, he means the end of this month, so, sorry, I'm so pumped. At least I got to reiterate how much I loved his Dawn of the Dead remake and hashtag Wonder Woman. 
He was very grateful and so kind to me. Yes, now he knows my face, but probably forgot my name. Also, hashtag the Batman will be filmed at the WB lot, allegedly. Um, there's no telling how much of that is true. Like, it's clear that he took a picture with Zack Snyder. And that's about as much as I'm willing to believe. <laughs> of course, I tend to not believe people when they don't have any grammar skills whatsoever. Mm. And uh, That's usually yeah. fair. Oh, my goodness. Um, oh, my goodness. This but it has bad. been since... It, it's been June since we've seen the the Comic Con trailer. Yeah. So it, I mean, we're getting to be around time. Like, what? What? When's the movie airing? Like November next year, I want to say. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if we got it around New Year's or mm-hmm. even by the end of the year. I wouldn't be surprised if it waited another couple of months. Honestly, like I know everyone's chomping at the bit. Everybody wants uh, to see a Justice League trailer. I don't. I don't care. I mean, last couple of movies they've done a good three trailers. Mm-hmm. Um, three and uh, almost four with um, Suicide Squad, but that included a little bit of international stretching. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it, it should be about time. Yeah, and you know, I'm I don't say that I don't. I, I'm not saying I don't care because I really don't care. I'm just saying I don't. I'm already going to see the movie. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. I just want to see a little more don't. footage. That's all I really care about. And. I kind of feel like they should be focusing a lot more on Wonder Woman. She's coming up a lot sooner than anybody thinks. I mean, it's going to be, what, May? Yeah, it's, Why are we, it's months. Let's, let's not start flipping out over Justice League just yet. I mean, we've still got a Wonder Woman to worry about. And I am worried about it. I'm worried about it because I kind of feel like I kind of feel like whether it's really good or not, the critics are going to shit on it. <laughs> That's just me. I don't know. Probably. That's the trend so far. So far, yeah. Um, if they don't, you know... Who knows? Fingers crossed. Yay! <laughs> you know, I mean, if it doesn't, if it deserves a bad rating, I guess I hope for it. I don't know. I don't. I don't know what to say anymore. Right. So, Suicide Squad soundtrack might be eligible for an Oscar. Apparently, they have the Academy of Motion Picture Arts and Sciences announced the 145 scores eligible in the Best Original Score category. Um, and Suicide Squad is on the list. Stephen Price, composer, uh, Twenty One Pilots, their song "Heathens" might actually also be Oscar nominated. They were uh, one of the ninety-one songs for uh, best original song. I mean, those guys have really just blown it the shit off. out of the water this year. Mm-hmm. I actually wanted I mean, to see them like... there. Uh, right, we've got a God. What is what is the BJCC worth like? 40,000 people or something. And it's 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 a decent sized venue. Um it's sold out completely. They're coming in February. I w- actually would kind of like to see them. Mhm. Can afford to do it in any kind of style. Yeah, Cost no. me $70 was, to see them with binoculars. I think it was something like a year ago that, you know, I went to hang out with you and Brandon at the house and uh once we got done watching Rick and Morty, of course, over and over again. Yeah. Twice. I was like, "Hey, check these guys out." Um <laughs> And it was 21 Pilots. Yeah. I did not think that they were going to be tied at all to the DCEU like this, or that they were going to take off like they did. I just enjoyed their song. Right. Like, oh, that's kind of fun. Anyway. Uh, have you heard that Wonder Woman is no longer a UN ambassador? Oh, did they finally kick her out? <laughs> yeah, they did. There was some backlash about it. Oh, yeah. They were like, oh, she's, you know, we're fighting against stereotypes and... Uh, and violence against women and girls, and also it doesn't really make people too happy that she's dressed in American flag colors. That's the <laughs> thing that made sense to me. But they're claiming she's overtly sexualized, and 
you know, scantily clad. I liked this quote, though. A shimmery, thigh-bearing bodysuit with an American flag motif and knee-high boots. <laughs> yeah, you might be right. Maybe that's, she shouldn't have been in there. It's, uh, that's a fair quote. Also, there were um, a lot of people genuinely complaining that um, they've been trying to get an actual council member, like an actual female council member on there for a while and got close, but we're, we're kind of... It, it, mm-hmm. Never got past that line, and then someone was like, we're going to put an honorary female, and it seemed like a slap in the face. Yeah. I kind of heard that and thought, all right, the story sounded cute to me, but, you know, I see your point. Yeah. It's one of the things where it I, sounded like a fun thing, and then everyone, you know, rabbled about it, and you went, okay, all right, this is way too serious to have a fun thing. Never mind. Sorry, guys. Sorry, guys. We're going to put the fun mm-hmm. thing back in the box, I promise. Fun thing goes back in the box. <laughs> Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I guess I didn't really have a dog in the fight or care. I mean, I just admitted to, you know, thinking that to Ben Affleck Batman or not Ben Affleck Batman was more was more important to me than the election. So <laughs> right, yeah, <laughs> you know, I, to us we were like, uh, oh, that's a cute symbol. Like it's a it's a neat you know it's a it's a symbol of things. and everyone we don't want a fucking symbol. We want real yeah. things. Okay, never mind. Sorry, wasn't that neat? Uh, my bad. Well, I mean, you know, I'm that pull wasn't my character really... back into our little house. It seems like the biggest thing was like, oh, she wears a bathing suit and she's got the American flag colors. I'm like, good point. May I suggest Batgirl? <laughs> Human colors that don't match any flag in the world, fully clothed. Who's up? Who's up? Anybody? Anybody? Can I start the paperwork on this or does that scowl mean no? <laughs> right. Also, probably better educated than most of this room. Anyone? Anyone? No? <laughs> okay. Sorry, we're going to stop trying to get comic book characters in the UN now. My bad. <laughs> May I suggest Jedzia Dax from Star Trek Deep Space Nine? I, uh... <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Yeah. So they released a new Wonder Woman picture. It's her on a horse, and uh, Chris Pine is behind her, you know? And uh, that's about all it is. This is where I'm a little worried for the Wonder Woman movie. <laughs> like that's that's what you're coming out with. Okay. Now nah, you cool. just got a just got a trailer for it. They're just trying to like keep a little bit yeah. of top of mind. And the headline was like Wonder Woman riding into battle, and I was like, oh cool, right on, dope. Let's check this out. And it was just like she's not riding into battle. She's on a horse, and she's just kind of looking like she's looking up at the leaves or whatever in the trees or something. She's just like hum hum hum. Which is fine. I just, you know, don't tell me she's riding into battle if she's just kind of not. Right. But yeah, I, you know, high hopes. You know what? I Based on the trailer that we've seen, I am worried about the climax of the film. Because whatever she was running around up on top of that roof for, it just kind of looked like your, your standard comic book climax. Like, <laughs> there's a machine that's going to do a thing. Yeah. yeah, probably. But, you know, wait adored the Avengers, and it was a thing on a roof that was going to do a thing. Well, yeah. But that was we actually my, enjoyed the my, CW crossover, and for some reason they're fighting on a roof. Mm-hmm. These that was my happen. least favorite thing about the Avengers, though. Like, I've been... I hated that trope back in X-Men in 2000. Hell, I hated it in Batman Forever in 95. Sure. It's just me, guys. Don't, 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 don't worry. Just keep enjoying your mediocrity. Um... <laughs> I don't know why I got so mean all of a sudden. I don't know. I don't know. I, the, the thing on the roof is, uh, it's just always going to be there. There's always going to be a thing on the roof that needs taken care of somewhere in about the, you know, hour 45 mark. Yeah. How did the uh, Honest Trailers for Suicide Squad refer to it as the, the sky beam? Yeah. <laughs> right. 
a, uh, Zack Snyder released a new picture. Uh, it's not really new, but it's from the same photo shoot. Remember before Batman v Superman came out, they did the sad Batman standing by his car? Oh, yeah. It's another from that photo shoot. Shall we this never one's forget? In color. This one's in color, and he's just sort of like, he's got his back turned to the camera, and he's like got his hand on the car, like he's just sort of having a moment with the car. Mm. It's real weird. Um, I'm really not a car guy at all, but if I had a car that was basically a redesigned F1 car that was a Batmobile, I would probably have moments with that car. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but he released that on Vero, so Vero is only available on, on smartphones or iOS, so I don't know. If you want to be a part of that and go follow them, do that. Right. I did. Um, Lego Batman is going to be delayed in Australia, and apparently this happened in the Lego movie and cost them about $5 million, they estimate, because of piracy. And they said they weren't going to do it again, but they're doing it again. And, you know, I don't know. That was Roadshow screwing up, I guess. I don't know. Sure. Roadshow films. They, uh, I don't know. Not a huge piece of news. We're still getting it over in the U.S. <laughs> and uh, our best pirates will be <laughs> uploading it for you Aussies. Mm-hmm. Also, we're sorry. Uh, they the did put out a new. They put out a new little holidays message from Lego Batman. It was kind of fun. Races happy holidays to all and to all a dark night. And uh, had uh, Robin on the maracas. I guess uh, well, those would be maracas, right? I think I. I didn't even look. I the the beat for me was like and all a dark night, which mm-hmm. is pre- predictable as all hell. And then uh, Robin just starts <laughs> shaking the shit out of something, jumping around. And I thought, ah, and there's the joke for me. Yep, this works now. This works now. Yeah. Well, he was doing like the the sound of like the sleigh bells the whole time with those little maracas. Hmm. I don't know. It worked for me once Robin just got annoying. I didn't really yeah. care it- what CGI instrument I was looking at. Mm-hmm. Anyway, that's all the news I have for the DCEU news. Uh, we don't have any. We don't have a new review this week on iTunes. I don't know why you guys don't want free shit. I don't understand, but whatever. Um, if you do want free shit, you can give us a <laughs> give us a five star uh, <laughs> review on iTunes, mm-hmm. and we expanded it to Stitcher. Um, oh, if you want okay. to do that, and um, fifteen dollars or less you are entered into a contest for a $15 or less trade paperback, Blu-ray, or DVD. One in ten will win. And uh, it'll be of your choice, of course, DC-related. And, um, God, man, I think that's that's all for this episode. We're going to do the pretty quick, probably, DC TV news episode coming right up. And uh, TV's on break right now. TV's on break. So we are DC On Screen. You can find every episode at DCOnScreen.com. We're proud members of the Giant Size Team Up Network, GiantSizeTeamUp.com. Proud members of the Batman Podcast Network as well. Our thanks go out to all of our listeners who contributed, who talked to us on Twitter, DC on screen for Facebook and Twitter. People talk to us on both of those platforms all the time. We'd love for you to be one of those people as well. Our thanks go out to the Suicide Squadcast for just being fun and talking to us a lot on Twitter. Yep. And... <laughs> our buddy Randall Smith uh, was actually the first person I before I even got a chance to look at it he was sent me the link to about the Batman uh, shooting in the spring so he always hits us up with some good news and stuff I think that's going to do it until next time guys keep some DC on your screen hey the East
Easter basket's ready. Why is there ham in the Easter basket? Uh, actually, it's cooked spiral sliced half ham. I got them at Meyer for just 87 cents per pound, and there's a limit of two. Who wouldn't want it in their Easter basket? What about the toys? Oh, right, the toys. I found so many great toys in the Easter toy book at Meyer.com. I just ordered some with Meyer Home Delivery for only a $4.95 delivery fee. Delicious ham and fun new toys. What more could you ask for? Fill your baskets this Easter at Meyer. Exclusions apply. See all the deals in the Meyer app. Better Banking is getting an unbelievable 0.99% APR rate on a home equity line of credit from First Commonwealth Bank to turn your bathroom into your, wow, I love this bathroom, bathroom. 0.99% introductory APR for six months that adjusts to a variable rate based on Wall Street Journal prime rate plus or minus a margin with a minimum rate of 2.99% and a maximum rate of 18%. Offer subject to change or withdrawal at any time. Call 1-800-711-2265 for details about credit costs and terms. Equal housing lender, First Commonwealth Bank, member FDIC.